This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, on a Tuesday, we hit the podcast button. We hit play. That means we start. Al, what do you have? Oh, hi, Jerry. I did a podcast where well, you were out one day last week. Oh, you went to the Met game. Yeah, with Eddie, about his religious place. Yeah, I did a, an entire podcast about why Eddie doesn't believe in God. Right. And I wish more people would listen to it. I'm not interested. You're not interested? I have my own beliefs. I'm good. Right. I was just curious about Eddie's beliefs since he's so adamant. Like, you're not adamant about your beliefs. Like, you don't fight people on them. You're not I, Because I, don't, I really don't care what other people right. think. Right. And we, I, we did this whole thing last week or two what weeks did we ago. Do? Is this a repeat? No, oh. but remember my whole thing about hope and belief? Oh, yeah, hope and belief. And I had people yelling at me that I need yes. to become a born-again Christian. Oh, right. I believe what I believe. You believe what you want to believe. Right. Eat it. <laughs> Leave me alone. It's like what, uh, you know, we had a we had a uh, a very small window here. There was one month. It was a one February. I don't know if it was this February or the past February. Right. Where the ratings in the morning slipped. Okay. Right? And it literally was a month. There was a month of February. I forget which year it was. It might have been this past one. Ever since then, and it got written up in the newspaper, people will still write to me, that's why your show has terrible ratings. This show does not have terrible ratings. It had mediocre ratings that one February. Right. Got written about. It's been written about numerous times, right? So today I was like, you know what? I'm going to cut and paste uh, from the article from the New York Post yesterday. Yeah. Andrew Marshawn wrote just about how all of the shows, are all doing well. of the shows at WFAN are first in their time slot. Right. Boomer and Geo, Joe and Evan, CMB, Mike. Right. That's it. And people think, just like you're saying, you believe what you believe, and Evan is terrible on the air. Well, well you don't like him. But wait, the masses to do. you. Right. You're not going to find that anybody likes anything, right? Universally, right? No, but you can't argue with your your numbers or stats. That's your opinion. Two right. different things, right? Two different things. The numbers show sure. that uh, Evan is well liked on the radio. You don't like him. Don't listen to That's it fine. then. But but radio. Well, but it's even like it's even like Al. I do these shows when one of the guys are out. And not every time, but a lot of times I will go to my email. There's this one guy that will pick on something from the show he didn't like. And my thought is, if I'm watching a TV show exactly. and I don't like it, I change it. Right. I don't call up and complain about it. Right. Go fail. I don't care. Right. These people that get hung up on a show they don't like, I don't understand. 
Makes no sense to me. Same with like, I'll get a phone call in there during the show about what sucks, blah, blah, blah. And I said, listen, I said, did you, do you plan on listening to Rush Limbaugh today? No. Are you going to call him to tell him? Right. You have got to be such a narcissist to think that your one opinion about a show on mass media and radio is mass media is going to change what we do. Right. It doesn't. If one, if you tweet me or call me telling me something that you move on from this topic, you're one person. Right. Out of really a million. But imagine the, the mental capacity of that person to think that that they determine what goes out over the airwaves. Uh, I'm it's with you. bizarre. Well, but, and then they, you bring that back to Eddie's point, too. Just because Eddie believes what he believes, someone else can believe something else. Right. It doesn't matter. I don't have to listen. I'm not interested in Eddie's opinion. Right. So I'm not going to listen to it and critique it. Kind of what you're talking about. And I'm not going to argue with him. That's what you think. Great. Right. I think slightly differently. I think I have, to be honest, I think I have the best take. Right. To be, he thinks he knows, but he doesn't. Right. The people that believe that there's this wonderful Shangri-La after we die, they don't know that. Right. We don't know. I'm right in the middle. How will we know, Jerry? When we're dead. How about this? If you, if you. And we probably won't even know then if nothing happens. If you pass before me. I'll let you know when you come back as a butterfly and let you know. Yeah. Come back as something and let me know. Exactly. None of us know. None of us know. That's why I take it right down right down the middle. Right down the middle. I'm going with hope. Hope. Because I don't know. Right. And I'm not going to be this jackass that has this ridiculous opinion on something I don't know about. Yes. And Twitter's funny. Like, I do like interacting. I have a handful of people that I interact with yeah, quite a lot enough. on there. I've honestly, I've had enough of Twitter. I've had enough of it as well. I can't. I'm not. I'm really not responding to anything anymore. I'm barely looking at it. I will for the news feed. Right. It's enough. I was it's actually just, too much. thinking this morning. I was like, hmm, should I create a a new account where I don't res- where it's just a news account for me to follow the news on Twitter? It is so funny you say that because yeah. I was thinking of I don't want to be on Facebook either anymore. But I have been because of the groups I'm in with the little league and the travel, and I kind of need to be. And I was just thinking over the weekend about creating just a new Facebook profile, not with my name in it, something like, you know, anything, Avalanche Man, (laughs) just something that looks weird, but let my friends know this is me. I just don't want anybody else to know. Right. And I actually thought of doing it. I haven't done it yet, but I might. But that's funny you say that. Are you going to be Avalanche Man, or is that available still? I think it's available. I don't know if it is or not. Do not steal Jerry's And don't trademark it. Nope. Do not trademark. Do not take Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Avalanche Man. Jerry's taking it. I might. I right. very well might. He might. It's funny you say we that. He might have though. something else. You don't know. You don't know. So or Are you I saying it's funny you were going to say something else? No, today. just that you brought that up. Yeah. I just had this conversation with my wife on Saturday or Sunday. So Because so. Twitter is good. We get news out of Twitter's it. Twitter's good as long as you don't let you know the crap infiltrate. Right what you're looking at. And, you know, I think there's a lot of people, and I'm not saying it's you, I don't know what you do and what you don't do, but I think a lot of people spend way too much time on it. Right. And they get hung up on the people, you know, specifically the people that are hiding behind a picture or an egg or whatever, and they're attacking you. And it's like, on one hand, you want to fight back, but you can't because we do this social media training. Right. You really got to be careful. 
And it happened on Facebook, too. It's some a-hole that posted a couple of things, not even about me, but about the kids. God, it takes everything you can. I went and looked the guy up. Nice guy. Found his wife's profile. Seems like a nice girl. They have two nice children. Found his mom's profile. So I started writing and tagging them. Yeah. Hey, if you want to play this game, I now know who your family is. And then I erased it. I'm like, you know what? Right. What's the point? So I'm like, that's why I said to my wife. I'm like, I might just get rid of all of it. Right. Oh. I was fighting a guy on Facebook. Uh, may still be ongoing. I haven't looked at it. but And it's a classic move what happens on social media is like people will write things about you or to you. Right. And then I guess they just expect you're not going to respond. So if you do respond, they go, whoa, thin skin, aren't right? you? Like, I, I no, love that. You're just used to throwing stuff at people that are in the media and them not paying any attention to you. That when somebody says something back to you, you go, "Oh, I, I, I thought you'd be wouldn't be so sensitive being in the successful guy like you. You're sensitive. No, I'm not sensitive. I'm just not letting you do whatever you want right. without hitting back. There's right that there's nothing that drives me more crazy than when I'm doing the hosting, and some f head calls up and says, "You know, you let these guys get to you. You're thin skin. You know what? Drop dead seriously because <laughs> you." There's only so much you can take. At some point, you do fight back. Yeah. And it's not that. Trust me, if it was thin skin, you would have heard it many times over. Right. Everything gets to a point of just, it's enough. Shut up. That's all. Right. Not thin skin at all. It's actually quite thick skin. We have very thick skin. Jerry, come here and pinch me and measure my skin. Do you do these things on purpose? <laughs> so Eddie can I end the not. show with it tomorrow? I do not. Okay. All right. So this is interesting. Keanu Reeves, very famous. You've heard of him, right? Actor. You were trolling him. I was not, back. but uh, I. <laughs> he's very thin-skinned, Jerry. This Keanu Reeves. <laughs> uh, Keanu Reeves. Somebody on uh, Twitter, I believe, found uh, a bunch of uh, Keanu Reeves photos with fans. He's okay. somebody who will always take a photo with fans. So if you see Keanu Reeves and you're a fan, most likely he will say yes. Okay. But people have noticed with all the pictures that get posted of randos with Keanu Reeves. That he does what they're calling on the internet hover hands, where he puts his arm behind someone to take a photo, but his hand is never touching Doesn't them. Doesn't touch them. I like that. Doesn't touch that's them. Hover move. hands. That's okay. I think that's smart. It says, this article says, he's showing he's committed to the photo op, but is still maintaining a safe distance so as not to be intruding on someone's personal space. I like that. Hover hands. I've done that sometimes. Sure. Where so it's like, I. right? You put your arm around their back, but you're not, like, touching their back. My son had a uh, his eighth-grade graduation on Friday. I took many pictures like that. Yeah. Not you, all of them. You did hover hands? There were, yeah, there were a couple for sure. Absolutely. Because you come. Uh, right. Eh. So, yes. By the way, they can't put us on? On uh, CBS College Sports Bowling? Network? College Bowling. Oh, Lawrence Tech yes. against Weber International? Uh, listen, Jerry, it's a very big uh, battle. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that it doesn't have a place. Oh. I'm saying you can't put us on, put too. Put this on instead. I mean, good Lord. You're right, because, what well, Jim Rome starts at uh, noon. Right. So after Boomer and Geo go off CBS Sports Network at 10. Here's what I propose. Yeah. The warm-up show mm-hmm. and the podcast. Perfect. Butt them back together. Right. You've got two 15-minute segments, 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Then do the bowling. I mean, really? Hmm. Who do we talk to over there? Who's head of sports programming? I don't programming? know. 
You tell me. You talk to them all. I Andy do. left. Tyler? Tyler, we I would like know. to be on CBS Sports Network. We'll have this thing done by 1045. Give Perfect. you 15 minutes, piece it together, boom. You can even go 1130 to 12. All right, 1130 We're to 12. We're leading to Jim Rome. Jim Rome, what is up? We're going to be your lead in. I saw this story yesterday, Jerry. A woman booked on a Pakistan International Airlines flight to, problem. to Islamabad. Now, good thing the plane wasn't in the air yet. It was on the ground still. Okay. But had uh, locked up and all the seatbelt signs were on. But this woman decided she was going to get up and go to the bathroom anyway. And she, uh, instead of opening the bathroom door, she opened an exit. Oh, no. Yeah. Wow. Totally on accident. Totally by accident, she says. Yeah, I don't uh, know if I buy that. Incident happened at the UK's Manchester airport. A female passenger decided she had to use the lavatory before takeoff, even though the seatbelt sign was lit. This according to the independent newspaper. You're telling me it's that easy to open up an airplane door? It wasn't the bathroom door she pulled open, though. The emergency exit door, for some reason, is right next to the bathroom, which triggered the emergency chute to activate outside the plane. Oh, my God. You ever think sometimes there's another world out there? Which world is this now? People traveling from Pakistan to Islamabad right, right now. Right. And I'm, and I'm worried about, like, planes leaving out of Newark. Right. We're where I know to they Irvington tonight. Right, where they have to have regulations. Think about that, though. Do they have regulations at uh, Pakistan who, Airlines? We don't know. I'm sure they do. I don't think they're probably as stringent as they are here. Right. I would hope we have the most God. stringent, as you say, Airline. That just sounds over like right now. I don't know what time it would be, but like right now on Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi? Life is happening. Yeah. Like what is going on there? Who knows? You think there's two guys doing a podcast? And uh, nowadays, I yes. I bet you there are. I do think there's an Abu Dhabi uh, post game podcast They're going on. They're talking football. Right. Or soccer. Football. Yes. Or cricket. That's huge. Or too. cricket. Cricket is huge. When you were on the cruise ship, did you get the ESPN International feed where you were watching a lot of cricket? Uh, I did and not see that. And water polo. I no, I did not. I did not. You know what? I w- I got stuck on uh, when I would put the TV on on the cruise ship. There is a cruise ship channel where they would have a camera in the theater where they were doing ice skating or magic shows and things. They were they were televising it on the cruise ship. And you would watch that? I, yeah. I watched the guy do a why guy doing stand up. You know the TV. Well, that's t- fine. No, 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 that's fine. But yeah. like watching people ice skate. As part of a show, it was like an ice skating show. Oh, I thought you meant they had a camera in the rink where no. the the people on the boat would go. No, I would watch that though. Oh God! But when you when you put on the TV, it defaults to that. That's that's cool. Like my Altice One defaults to News Twelve, which is why I end up watching News Twelve so much. Right. Like when you turn it on, that's the first channel that comes on. Got it. And then like it's the weather guy. I'm like, okay, I guess I'll watch the weather. <laughs> then the weather guy comes on, and it's like something local happening in Belmar. I'm like, oh. Put that on. Then it starts to repeat itself. That's when you go, okay. It's Was it a 30-minute repeat? Feels like a 30-minute yeah. repeat. And what's fun with those is if they make a mistake, you see the mistake over and over repeated. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. You're the person that made that mistake. Yeah. It just gets repeated. That is the worst. On repeat. And then when it's live, they put a little live in the corner so you know. Got it. A new survey's out, Jerry. What do dads really want for Father's Nothing. Day? Nothing. I don't want any. I, here's what I want. For you not to spend any money. No, it's so funny. That's the number one answer. 19% of fathers said they want nothing. I don't want anything. Second most popular, a card. Would you like okay. a card at least? Yeah, fine. That's fine. Depends. 
Like the card's good. Yeah. If I know my kids actually shopped for it. Right. I'm good with that. But if it's something that my wife picked up and said, here, just sign your name, then I'm not interested. You'd rather he get it from the kid. Yeah. Like a hand or a do the do No, they still my do kid that in, my kids are school? good. When it's her birthday or Mother's Day or whatever, I take them to Walgreens right. or wherever we might go. You CBS. go out with the boys. Yeah, yeah. For that purpose. I make them A pick out her gift. Right. Sometimes pay for it. Uh Smart. and B there's the uh, card aisle, guys. Let me know when you're done. I'm over right. here. And I make them get it. And sometimes it'll be two minutes, and sometimes it'll be ten minutes. And I'm like, like, guys, pick a card. <laughs> so They're looking for one that speaks to them. Uh, maybe, and that's fine. But, yeah, no, I make them do it. So as long as I know they got they picked out the card, I'm good with that. But I, I don't want anything. I don't. Father's Day card for me is very difficult to pick out because my dad is not a golfer. Right. He doesn't fish. Right. He doesn't fart in front of us. Okay. You know, so these are the topics of Father's Day cards, you know. Right. I always wanted to make a new card company. Yeah. Just the basics. Basics. Hey, Dad. You've been great for all these years. Have a wonderful Father's Day. Oh, I like that. So simple. That is simple. What would a picture that would go with it? I don't know. Maybe a, maybe a, maybe a deck into a river. Oh, Right? Okay. Something simple. Yeah, I like that. Like, you go for all these, like, my my 20-year anniversary was, you know, two weeks ago. Last week, whenever it was. Last week. You go for a card, and it's like, I mean, come on. Yeah, it's so, like, mushy. Oh, good Lord. It's uh, so, thank God I found you. I don't know what I would have done without <laughs> you. I my, my life would suffocate. Shut up. <laughs> God, shut up. I love you to death. All good. If you divorced me, you'd be fine, and I'd ultimately be fine. Would this be a card in your new collection? (laughs) (laughs) I suppose it could be. (laughs) The Jerry Recco. Enjoy the moment, because it could be over tomorrow. (laughs) Hallmark, Jerry Recco edition. (laughs) (laughs) I would love to create cards. Yeah. Literally, simple cards that aren't so... And it's not even so much, like, you don't mind some little mushy. That's fine. But some of them are so over the top right. ridiculous. It's just, oh, God. And most of us, with our fathers in particular, are not a, like, lovey-dovey relationship with our fathers. No, yeah, probably right. It's a little different now, maybe you and your sons. But when our with us and our dads and their dads and their dads, you know, yeah. as a generational thing. I would agree with that. So when you go to, like, look at these Father's Day cards. And, and sappy. Yeah, like... My dad doesn't golf or fish or fart or or drink beer. He, he doesn't do any of those things, right. which are the major things that go on with Father's Day cards. Then the next level is your father. Your love has been all I, all I've wanted, <laughs> and you're like, I can't get this either. Right? You you're stuck at fifty or forty nine years old, right? Getting construction paper and markers, <laughs> and you're still making your dad a card. That hey, one dad, you... happy Father's Day. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> What was the one you just said? I'm gonna th- I'm gonna write that up. Which one? So your Father's Day card was like, Dad, uh, thanks. Have a great day. <laughs> <laughs> You've been great to me for all these yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy your day. Right. Of the end. The end. Yeah. There you go. We <laughs> should do that. We start cards. I like that. Start our own business. I like. I think that I could day. sell them. I think so too. I think I could sell them. Guys would and like that. How about this? Have you seen how much cards cost? Yeah, like four or five dollars. Four or five? Try six or seven in some six cases. Six or seven. Two fifty. How about the one that goes extra postage, maybe? Maybe like weigh it for me. What right. extra postage? Do you think the mailman weighs the letter? 
No, I think that happens when it gets to the post office. Really? Yeah. The mailman. The mailman just takes it. When my mother used to mail me uh, Howard Stern tapes when I was living in Florida, she used to mail me Howard Stern cassettes. Wow. One time I got I, I got the cassette in the mail and it and one stamp with an envelope from the post office that said she nine cents shorted us. You owe us nine cents. Really? Yeah, I had to put it in the envelope. I believe it. Nine cents. Hey, if every person rips them off for nine cents, it's a lot of money. All right. Jerry, I have a postcard. Oh, a postcard. That must mean we're at the end. Uh, this comes to us from Rome. Rome. And it's a postcard of the Coliseum. Nice. Uh, Brian M. sends this to us. Oh, hi, Alan Jerry, loyal listener from Rawway, New Jersey. I'm in Rome with my wife to catch a soccer game. And then we're off to explore the Italian countryside. You don't just go to Rome to catch a soccer game. <laughs> <laughs> right. Catching a soccer game and explore the Italian oceanside. Well, that's nice. Love the porn surveys and Florida stories. Good stuff. Are you not entertained? I am. I love your podcast. Keep it up, Brian M. We really need to change the name of it, though. That's a nice one. The post-game podcast? Yeah. Yeah. I think, personally. And he even used the stamp, Jerry, of the Roman Coliseum. That's dedication. That is dedication. Nice job, Brian M. Hmm. We're falling off a little bit with the postcards. Well. Step your game up. I think they're coming this summer. Because we got a lot going on this summer. Step your game up. I bet I've had people send multiple postcards. Some of you folks have sent zero. I look at the downloads. I know how many people are downloading this podcast. Where are you? Where are all of your postcards? I don't know, but you know where I'm going to be? Out in the newsroom. I got to go do a Wins update. All right, Jerry. Wh- could you send a postcard from Wins to could. me? I could. All right. Come Warm on. up next. Yep. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. What do you say? Here we go. Tuesday morning, Al Dukes has a whole bunch of stories. He's the axe man. That's what he'll tell you today. I am curious, though. Do you have the story of Brian Cashman this morning? I don't. I do not have a cash story. Really? What did he do? Would you have ever thought that Brian Cashman would be the type of guy that would be into a fart machine? Brian Cashman likes a fart machine. He does. He controls the fart machine he via did. the remote control. 2009 Yanks. We did this yesterday. That's why I thought you would have seen it oh, today. Oh, yeah. I saw it in the paper. Another excerpt from the book. Had they used the fart machine in the uh, headline? I'd have read it. Uh, well, it was Didn't more about it. the Yankee shenanigans in Philadelphia, and it talked about how to keep the team loose. Yeah. He kept the fart machine under his desk, and he would call the players, and it would randomly hit the button is that right when he's on with mike that's all i'm gonna think of now he should do it mike should do it to him <laughs> and see now that would be awesome brian uh the the these moves when's greg bird coming back <laughs> <laughs> can answer his own question with the machine yeah <laughs> so i just thought that was interesting that brian cashman of all that to me would be like you or no like mark chernoff having one in his office. Right. He calls us in, right. post-show meeting. Ratings meeting. Trying to be serious, and he's got a little button under his desk. Yeah. He just, uh, Jerry, I uh, needed to talk to you about your contract. <laughs> oh, uh, is there a problem, Jerry? <laughs> well, that was the thing in the story, too. Players would be like, dude, what are you doing? Right. Where? What are we doing? You're controlling the Yankees right now. <laughs> That's kind of funny. It's like the classic whoopee cushion. Were you ever a whoopee cushion guy as a kid? Uh, no, but we had, I had friends that were, and it used to drive me crazy. You could still, like, like that. up. At your local drugstore? Buy them. Buy whoopee cushions. Red, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. My nephew, yeah, I think he's like nine years old, loves a whoopee cushion. Most kids like that sound. Yeah. They also have the burping machine. A kids burping? Like that too. We have remote a burping control? Dog. 
You have a burping dog we toy? Do. Yes, we do. What about... Uh, now, I heard also Brian Cashman would do fake vomit when you would come into... Um, Really? Yeah, he'd put it out on the table as if he had just vomited so on his desk. Brian Cashman's quite the prankster. Yeah, he also would do fake dog do on the carpet. <laughs> all the classics. All right. now All now, the classic jokes, Jerry. I think Boomer would be into all this. No, Boomer's into really <laughs> passing wind. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we don't need to go there. All what right, else? Jerry. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, last night's uh, game rained out late. I did Very see, disappointing. I did see people complaining. 6.51, I guess it was officially called. I think called. 6.38. 638 was when the initial uh, alert went out. Stop reading these newspapers because this said 651. Either way, it's still late. That's when I got my Sweeney Murdy report. Okay. That I called the game, but we all knew. Listen, you can't head out there when it's pouring rain like that. And now we got to do a stupid doubleheader today, which I hate. I'm with you. I I hate a doubleheader because there's going to be players that you've never heard of. They're like right before the game. The Yankees called up uh, Billy Schmoosh from uh, Triple A Scranton. He's going to be playing like shortstop. Who the heck is Billy Schmoosh? I think we'll be all right. The Yankees are so young in most spots, they'll be fine. Yeah. I don't, I don't I actually don't think it'll be that bad. Now, I don't. Uh, you know how I always say, oh, doubleheaders are stupid because they're always a split? Yeah. And which, you say, we've, which we've proven that statistically that's wrong. Yeah, yeah, I Googled again. I read multiple studies today there's not multiple studies there's no there's the, multiple there's the games and yeah. the results right but i guess over the years they've done well there are trends the trend they, well, sure. they looked at all of them and yeah. it legitimately is almost 50 50 correct of a split right. or a sweep which is why you can't just give a split and move on yeah you have a 50 50 chance to win one right yeah i thought those statistics would be like 80 no. percent split no what do you think happens today now you thought that split it would today. be a split you said a split. Yeah, split. Two games anyway. Yes. So they split today. It's fine. I'm going split. So let's just we get nothing move on to Thursday. If we do a split, you get nothing out of it. Here's you, get- what you, you, you don't, but here's what you get. If you're a Met fan or a Yankee fan, the team that wins the first game, second game is exciting. Because you have a chance for the sweep. Oh, and right. And pressure's on the other team. Good point. So you get something out of it. So how does that work? So you go to the game, right? The first game. When the game ends, they, they got to clear you out. Yeah. Because then at 7 o'clock, another group comes in. Yeah. For their I tickets. I always wonder, so what happens? Game goes 14 innings. Yeah. They got to usher you in and out real Ooh, quick. That's what I'm rooting for today. 14 inning game, 15 inning game, So you Jerry. want a game that's going to end at 1 o'clock. You want the game to end at about 6. Yeah. I want a game to end at 6, and everyone's on the edge of their seat. So all those people are piling out. Another group are piling in. What, and I don't know the answer to this. Is there like a standard time between a day-night doubleheader of three hours? Perhaps. So maybe they would push it back? Yeah. I don't know. Seems very difficult and very, um, I would say, stressful for the workers at the stadium. Very stressful. Because sure, someone's got to try and hide under a seat, doesn't they? Do you think somebody who works a hot dog stand has no idea when he's coming in today is like, a doubleheader? What? I don't. That's how they make their living. I think that they Two know games? the game was rained out last night. Is there a shift change there? The popcorn sure. guy leaves at yeah, one. Another possible. popcorn guy comes in I think at the, the full timers stay the whole day, and the part timers work one game. I they, would I would want the late game. Plus, those people, the hot dog guy and all, they had to go to the game yesterday. Yes, and probably sold some hot dogs. Probably got free hot dogs. Nah, why? Game? No game. What am I doing with all these hot oh, dogs on the way out? Take them home. That's possible. Although people are still buying them on the way. You got to eat dinner. One guy probably went home with like 30 hot dogs. I don't know what to do with these hot dogs. Were you ever a guy that would eat the pretzel out of the shopping cart? Yeah, I will. I would eat pretzel. Out. Yeah, strange. Like that I have bizarre. such a germaphobe. And yet you would eat a guy on the street with a shopping cart and some charcoal. Yeah, you pretzel. would eat that pretzel off the aluminum foil. I would. Really? Yeah. 
It's irresistible. The smell of a pretzel being cooked in a shopping cart. Even if the guy doesn't have gloves on. Don't care. What? I don't. I cannot explain it. I am a germaphobe for the most part. There are certain things where I look the other way. The pretzel outside of a stadium being cooked in a ShopRite that shopping may, cart. I'm in. Makes no sense. None. I also like to buy a knockoff t-shirt in the parking lot. No, that's okay. No, that's <laughs> like a fine. concert t-shirt. There's nothing wrong with that. Although I bought one once at a Don Henley concert, and uh, once we washed it, yeah. it came out as a white Hanes t-shirt. Oh, yeah, or it's all, all like gone. the neck is yes. all... <laughs> Who gazed around? One night out of it. Yeah, <laughs> I love that you bought a Don Henley concert tee. Yeah, there was no E. Don Henley. It uh, was Den Henley. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't realize. I, I think the guy spray painted the shirt beforehand. The worst concert shirt I ever bought was a Paul McCartney shirt. It was just like Paul and his band. And yet you bought it. <laughs> yeah. Why? why? I don't know. It was eight dollars. I needed to. I needed. I needed a Paul McCartney T-shirt, Jerry. Right. Uh, last night in the uh, Diamondbacks Phillies game. There were 13 home runs Dude, hit. Dude, ridiculous. Did you see the highlights of this? All it's, 13 homers. Yeah, it's stupid. It really is. It's silly. A lot of them look like pop-ups. Three homers back to 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 start the game. To start the game. Jay Bruce hit another home run. Is that right? End. Yeah, he hit the 13th, I believe. When I was a kid, I would go to one Met game a year. Okay. One. And I dreaded the drive with my dad from so not Jersey to Queens. Because they'd just be... 49-year-old. There would just be cars that had been yeah. stripped on the side of the road. And I would hope, I'd be like, oh, like I would tell my friends, I hope there's a home run tonight. Right now the over-under six and a half. <laughs> Imagine going to a game and have 13 home runs. It's Yeah, it's crazy. Well, it's Philadelphia hmm. for one. It's a quote-unquote bam box. Bam box. But that's silly. Boom I box. Mean, don't you think at this point baseball's got to be like, what are we doing? Yeah, I love it, though. Now, why don't I we get on Major 13. League Baseball for doing, some people will say, doing something to the baseball. Juicing balls. Yes. Because what happened to all the people with the stats are phony? Right. No? Right, ruining the stats of right. the history of baseball. Yeah, we're going to sit there and demonize the guys in the 90s. and the, Right? Come right. On. Silly. silly. I love silly, home silly. runs, Jerry. 13 of them? Yes. In one game? Yeah, I'll take 13 in one game. I'll pass. Uh, Kevin Durant tore his Achilles last it night. It certainly looks like that. So yes. does that mean he's not coming to the Knicks? Uh, I would say he will opt in at Golden State and stay there. Because he's he's got uh, he's got a tor- <laughs> if 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 he's got a torn Achilles, yeah, the recovery time from what I've read is about a year. Ooh, so he'd be out until playoff time next year at the very best. So he's got to opt in with right. the Warriors. Like why would you opt out and then go try and look for a contract with a torn Achilles? Oh man, right. he should have sat out last night. No, he's oh yeah, why he's got all the money in the world. Oh, like he doesn't. See, that's the thing about this. Yes. He would have a monster payday coming his way. He's already made half a billion dollars. Oh, he's got he money. He wants already. to win. It didn't work out. They still mil- they still might win. He'll still make thirty million dollars next year and then get the big contract. Man, so that dude on the Warriors who pays everybody, he's gotta pay a guy with a torn Achilles he's for next to- year. I wonder if they have the uh insurance on him. Achilles insurance? Well the right? We talk about that all the time with baseball players and the teams have an insurance, the insurance on Cespedes. You think they have insurance? Why wouldn't they? You ever hear about celebrities taking insurance out on their body parts that are important to I them? I have. I have heard about that. Like Entertainment Tonight's Mary Hart had taken out insurance on her legs. She had sexy legs back in I the have. 80s. Wasn't that a Seinfeld episode, too? Mary Hart? Yeah, yeah her voice was um, giving Kramer seizures. Is that what it was? Yeah. And didn't one of them want to take insurance out on their hand? Uh, George it? became a hand, hand model. model. 
Right. And then didn't want to touch anything and wore oven mitts to protect. Right. Exactly. That's Have you, you taken insurance out on anything for you? No. Just your life or not even that? Do I have life insurance? You don't, do you? No. Yeah. Well, you're not married or kids, so I guess right. you don't really need them. So who gets my my fortune, Jerry, the, when I pass? The parrot that you're going to buy that's going <laughs> to outlive you by 50 years. I'll be one of those people who leaves all their money to a cat. We have to say, I have a couple <laughs> cats. You can leave them to mine. We have to take a quick break. When we come back, Al's got seven stories left. We'll I'll pick never one get good one. Those. We'll, we'll pick one good one, and then Boomer and Gio will join us next on The Fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, here we go. A couple more minutes. The uh, Warriors did win last night, though they lost Kevin Durant to what looks to be a torn Achilles. Mets and Yankees rained out, so you get the day-night doubleheader today. Game one on the fan coverage at 1225. What else you got there, Axeman? Jerry, our friend uh, Sean Avery, who spends his days... uh, going through the streets of New York, yelling curse words at people who are blocking the bike lanes, was in court yesterday. I saw that for a bike for basically, right? He was uh, harassing a guy in a bike lane. Yeah, he claims that he was riding his scooter. Right. And uh, hit a car car hit him Mm -hmm. because the car was in the bike lane. The car owner says that Sean Avery just drove right into I him. I could see that. <laughs> and did you see him then go off on the New York Post reporter yes. on his Instagram account? Yes, I was watching that because yeah. she was asking not real questions. I guess she didn't fully know what he did on these Instagram posts okay. where he goes around uh, cursing people out. Right. Why was that one not caught on tape? I don't remember seeing an Instagram of him driving a Maybe he's not scooter. filming as he's riding. Maybe he starts to film as he slows down. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yell at people. So maybe a guy hit him. I'm not sure. It's a good question. Yeah. You would think at this point he has perfected the idea of putting the camera on a hat or a helmet or yes. something so that he can capture all of it. Yeah. So it has begun. He says he is the spokesperson for the bike lane. And he could go he to is, jail for a year. Not going to happen, but he could. He is happy to take on that responsibility. He's New York's bike lane police officer. Yes. He's yeah. somewhat like Batman. Monitor. Fine. A monitor. Yes, he's a monitor. A hall monitor for the bike lane. Yeah. Um, by the way, I'm for it because I Me can't too. stand these people double parking everywhere. Totally agree. Now, I don't know how else you deliver your mail and packages. And hey, wait a minute. I got to get do. picked up by a right out in front. He Wake up with Boomer and Geo from 6 to 10 a.m.